Finally, that day came when she had to establish her own domain, but over his dominion, she had no reign. So one set out in pursuit of a higher fate and joined with two to form the third triumvirate. Journeys of departure branching into the unknown, but on these mics, this triad has found its home. In one accord, three she's offer you their counsel. Raise your frequencies to the Empress High Council. Great day, queens and kings, and welcome to the Empress High Council. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Great day, royal family, and welcome to episode 10, Health and Empowerment. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. You can follow us at Try Empress on IG and Twitter, or you can just Google us, Empress High Council. We are everywhere. This is the alchemist coming to you on the frequency of energy to transmute your social, spiritual, and financial currency into abundance. As always, we come to you from a place of being grateful, thankful, and great. I would like to thank our listeners and subscribers for tuning in as we continue to live out loud and share our journey of departure. Our roundtable talks are going to be about health and empowerment. We're going to talk about health insurance, COBRA, holistic, and homeopathic care. But first, let me set the table with this statement. Healthcare is a right, not a privilege. There are many countries, Canada, France, Germany, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom, to name a few, that offer free healthcare, which is called universal healthcare. Now, there are pros and cons to everything, but did you know that the United States is only one of 33 developed countries that doesn't have universal health care? Hmm. The United States has a mixture of government-run and private insurance. So let's just jump right into it. First and foremost, there are three different types of health insurance. You have Medicare, you have Medicaid, and then you have individual and work-sponsored plans. Now, I can speak on health insurance and Medicare because I do hold a valid health insurance license and I am certified by the Center for Medicare Services. Medicare, care guys, is federal health insurance for people who are age 65 and older and for certain young people with disabilities, like people with end-stage renal disease, sometimes called ESRD, which is permanent kidney failure requiring dialysis or a transplant. There are different parts of Medicare to help cover specific services. You have Medicare Part A, that's hospital insurance. That is normally free. You do not pay for that. Once you have Medicare, you get Part A. Part A covers inpatient hospital stays, care in a skilled nursing facility, hospice care, and some home health care. Then you have Medicare Part B, that is the medical insurance. Part B covers certain doctors, services, outpatient care, medical supplies, and preventative services. Part B is what you pay for. It comes out of your monthly social security, and it is a monthly premium for that. It's mandatory, and if you do not take it once you are eligible for Part A, you will be penalized for it. So you have to pay for it, and it's mandatory. 
Then you have Part D. Part D is your prescription drugs. Think Part D, drugs, D, drugs, okay? Straight Medicare only pays 80%. You are liable for the other 20%. This is why you see all those Medicare programs and commercials advertising the Medicare Advantage plan, which covers the A's, B's, and D's of Medicare. There is an enrollment period. Most insurances, there's an enrollment period. The enrollment period, which they call the annual election period, is every year from October 15th to December 7th. Then you have supplemental insurance plans. That's a whole nother plan that's costly. You need that plan only if you see a doctor more than five times a month and you can afford to spend three to $500 a month on the premium. And that's normally people get that who are age 65 and older who may have cancer and they have to constantly go to the doctor. Mm. So they'll spend the three to $500 a month because it's worth saving their life. Medical insurance is one of the main reasons people over 65 have not retired, have re-entered the workforce, and Social Security wages is another reason, but we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Wow. Then we have Medicaid. Now, there's a difference between Medicare and Medicaid. Medicaid is aid to individuals and families with low income at or below the poverty line. So Medicaid is a state-ran plan. Medicare is a federal-ran plan. Okay. So there's a difference. So we have Medicare, which is a federal-ran plan for people who are age 65 and older or some young people who have a condition. And then you have Medicaid, Medicaid, aid to families. Medicaid is normally for people who have an income issue. They are at or below the poverty line. You pay nothing, and all your health bills are paid for by the state. Now, here's the thing. People who work all their life, and they wind up getting Medicaid, and they have to pay. And then you have people who have never worked and they wind up with Medicaid and they actually don't have to pay for any of their health services. So when I sit down with a lot of elderly people, they're on fire about this whole Medicare, Medicaid, I've worked all my life. The thing about Medicare is that they pay for 80%. So say you go to the hospital and you're an elderly person, you know you're already on a fixed limited income and budget, so you go to the hospital, you get out the hospital, your hospital bill is $100,000. How much do you think Medicare is going to pay for that? Supposed to be $80,000. they are going to pay $80,000. Who's going to pay the other $20,000? Not I. <laughs> so that is one of the claims for the Medicare Advantage plans. You'll have a lower liability for your hospital stage, your doctor visit. So say you get out the hospital, now you got to go see a doctor. So you already owe the hospital $20,000. Now you got to go see a doctor. Every time you go see your doctor, your doctor's bill is $1,000. So they give him $800. Now you owe $200. You're already on a fixed and limited budget. That's right. So how are you supposed to pay for that? And so that's why the Advantage plans are some really good up-and-coming plans. And a lot of people are looking into Advantage plans because it covers Part A, Part B, and Part D because they also have a drug plan attached to that. Now, say you went to the doctor, you have Medicare, you went to the doctor, you owe $20,000 to the hospital, you owe $200 to the doctor, and your medicine is $500. How are you going to buy this $500 medication? Exactly. So, in essence, like I said... 
there are many countries that have universal health care. Of course, there's pros and cons to everything. The United States is only one of 33 developed countries that do not have universal health care. I mean, I can't wow. live in Canada. It's just too damn cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I do want to live a very long elderly life when I do get older. Yeah. The next thing we have is an individual slash work sponsored plan. This is what you pay for yourself from your paycheck or you personally pay a monthly premium to a plan provider. For example, a plan provider would be Aetna, Empire, or United Healthcare. COBRA actually falls under this plan. COBRA is an um, individual work-sponsored plan. It's extremely expensive. Extremely expensive. Extremely expensive. You can only have it for a maximum of, a, of 18 months. Mm. So what is COBRA? COBRA is an extension of your medical coverage after you have separated yourself from your place of employment. You only have 30 days to sign up for COBRA from the date of separation of service. Mm -hmm. Not 31 days, but here's the trick. If you really want COBRA and you know that you have actually left your job, you need to call HR immediately and tell them to put your COBRA paperwork in the mail. And you need to follow up weekly to make sure you get it, fill it out. Because some kind of way, the COBRA paperwork kind of gets to you on the 28th day. I don't know why. Hmm, but they the, know why. The COBRA paperwork gets you on the 20th day. You only got 30 days after separation of service. So. I could not afford COBRA. Yeah, I got mine right away. I just wasn't doing it. Mm -mm, the prices scared me, and I didn't even bother to entertain it. I needed to keep every coin in my pocket. Yeah, I had COBRA when I left work, and that's because I had a very serious medical issue, extremely serious, and I kept it for the entire 18 months, paying $989 Woo. per month. Now, most people don't have $989 per month to pay only their health insurance provider. That was nearly $1,800 they got out of me, but I did have the best. So I say that to say, this whole entire healthcare situation is a hot mess. It's a Do hot you mess. agree? Yes, it is. And really and honestly, if it wasn't for Obamacare, a whole lot of people would be dead. Hmm. Yeah, a whole lot of people would be dead. And I'm just going to give you like a little one sentence background on Obamacare for those who don't know what it is. Obamacare is also known as the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, as well as just the Affordable Care Act as well as health insurance reform or health care reform. Mm. The reason it is called Obamacare, because it's a United States federal statute. It was enacted by the 111th United States Congress, and it was signed into law by President Barack Obama on March 23rd of 2010. Wow. So that's why. It's called Obamacare. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the best components of Obamacare was the legislation to ensure insurance companies could not turn away people with pre-existing conditions, as well as stop financial caps on care, which is what they were doing for decades. So you would get sick or your child or whoever under your medical insurance plan, they would get sick, but there was a cap on the amount of care that they can get, a financial cap. Right. So Obamacare removed that financial cap because what insurance companies were doing is when they were dropping the patient, now no one else could pick them up because of the simple fact that they had a pre-existing condition. condition. 
John Q and them. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So, I have a question for you ladies. Since your departure, what have you been using for medical or health insurance to stay on top of your health? <laughs> well, in this new space, I have Medicaid. I cannot comfortably afford a personal plan for my daughter and myself. I do make sure and make my yearly checkups for the both of us. Now, before having Medicaid, I'd pay per visit, which for me became expensive after a while because my daughter has OI, osteogenesis imperfecta. And what that is, is it's a condition which is caused by defective genes. These genes affect how the body makes collagen, which is a protein that helps strengthen bones. The condition can be mild with only a few fractures during a person's lifetime. In the more severe cases, it can involve hundreds of fractures that occur without any apparent cause. Treatments include bone strengthening medications, physical therapy, and orthopedic surgery. Treatment can help, but this condition cannot be cured. With my daughter's bones breaking or fracturing ever so often, our emergency room visits became frequent, coupled with post-op therapy sessions and having to have a specialist. It was pricey. Wow. So Medicaid via Metro Plus came to the rescue for me for now. I mean, the goal is not for me to stay with the Medicaid, but it's what works for me right now. This is Jazz Aphrodite coming to you from the Empress High Council on the three universal frequencies of love, music, and numbers. I don't have health insurance. I found the process for applying for health insurance too convoluted and invasive. Plus, I knew that if they referred to last year's tax returns, I would price myself out with a plan I wouldn't be able to sustain monthly. Mm. And even when I had health insurance do my job, I rarely used my plan unless I had to go to a specialized physician. I'd go to my Chinese herbalist instead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now I pay out of pocket to see a specialized physician. And because they know that I'm not working, they usually give me remedies that don't require me taking any drugs or having to fill any prescriptions. And I continue to see my Chinese herbalist. I think that's great. Now, I have a question for that. Can you write that off on your taxes? I doubt it. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I, I really don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, I was paying cash for my mammograms. I was paying cash for my doctor's appointments with the FFS, which is fee-for-service, which is where you pay on an agreed-upon fee for the service you are getting. Right. It is pre-negotiated with the doctor. I really liked it because it kept MIB out of my business, which right. is the Medical Insurance Bureau. They stayed out of my doggone business. I also got my prescriptions from Walmart. They have a discounted prescription program for people who do not have drug coverage, a prescription drug coverage. But like Jazz Aphrodite said in a prior episode, when the money runs low, you start to have some doubts about your decision and some money woes. So preparation is key. And that's why we're here to continue to live out loud and provide you with the knowledge and tools to keep it. The next area we're going to discuss is homeopathic and holistic health. But first, let me set the table for this one. Set the table. Anyone can learn to treat simple conditions safely and at home using homeopathy. But a professional should treat serious or life-threatening conditions. Yes. 
I don't want you guys to think that we're telling you to do everything <laughs> at home and, and treat all your serious medical conditions at home. Mm. And then you come back and be like, well, the Empress High Council told me to make some piss of tea and that's going to cure everything. So, <laughs> you know, but there is a difference between homeopathic and holistic health. Anybody want to go into that? Jay? Well, this is Jazz. So I swear by homeopathic and holistic healing. I have little faith in Western medicine because American doctors are trained to treat the symptoms or cut you open and they don't identify or treat the root cause of the illness. Now that makes sense from a capitalist perspective because the pharmaceutical companies make billions off of the medical prescriptions that cause more sickness than the original illness. There's no way I'm taking a prescription that causes dry mouth, decreased libido, weight loss, hair loss, or suicidal thoughts. <laughs> Seriously. And they say it so nicely. And they say it's so calm. Side effects will be suicidal thoughts. <laughs> and they show you people dancing and having a good time. <laughs> Once I had a dermatologist look me in the eye and tell me that acne wasn't caused by the foods we eat. <laughs> Just so she can perform harsh chemical peels that burn my skin and prescribe Accutane. A medicine that forbade women from getting pregnant while they were taking it because it caused birth defects mm. in the fetus. What the drug did to me was dry out every orifice in my body to stop the production of oil. It's no longer on the market. I what? wonder why. You that lady. But I looked at this female doctor with skepticism and she kept a straight face and continued to lie to me. Needless to say, that was the last time I went to a dermatologist, period. Mm. Your skin looks great, girl. Thank you. You look great, girl. Because I'm trying to get these monthly facials back on the regimen, mm. but you know. Yes, with right. Beth? Beth, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Beth works the magic on the face. Mm. She knows how to deal with black skin. Go, yes. Beth. Shout out to Beth, everyone. Shout out to Beth. <laughs> But the foods you ingest definitely affect your overall health, point blank, period. Now I use Chinese face mapping to diagnose the cause of the breakout based on the part of the face the breakout occurs, and then I target the cause with natural herbs and roots. Because herbs and plants have the power to heal and cure all ailments. Now, like the alchemist said, we don't suggest you do this on your own unless you're very good at researching, because I do have friends that have treated themselves of some serious ailments, and it does work. But as much as I speak about the vegan lifestyle, I do believe in herbs and plant-based diets. My father used to cure my colds with bay leaf tea and cinnamon. And whenever he traveled to Trinidad, he'd bring back bags and bags of herbs and store them in the basement pantry to make natural teas. There wasn't anything he couldn't cure with what we call bush tea. Even though I'm a pescatarian, I still have to eliminate the fish from my diet. But I do natural green and red juices every day. I have a pantry full of herbs that I use for health. In fact, a few of my friends have cured themselves of cancer, fibroids, and other growths using herbs and changing their eating habits by completely eliminating processed and white foods, meat, and adding lots of greens and supplements to their diets. And my Chinese doctor gauges the ailments in my body by looking at my tongue and feeling my pulse. And he can tell me if my hormones are unbalanced. And even though if I go to the doctor and they test my hormones with the blood, and I'll tell him that they said that the hormones were balanced. He's like, no, we listen for other hormones. There are other hormones in your bodies that those tests do not test for. Wow. And he can tell me if I have digestive issues, if my immune system is compromised, if my kidneys and liver is functioning well, if I'm dehydrated, all by taking the pulse from my hand. And then he has drawers full of herbs for teas that he mixes together and gives me either for a week or 10 days and then it cures me. I'm good after that. But you have to be very careful with these homeopathic doctors because a lot of them are working underground now. Mm -hmm. 
because they are disappearing. Disappearing through... That's like Dr. Sabi, right? But disappearing through magical deaths. So just Yeah, magical... Very, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. be very uh-huh. careful. A lot of them are functioning like through word of mouth. So you have to find them through somebody who recommends them. There's like a pipeline of doctors. Right. Because so they, of that. There's a cold word... It's not really a code word. It's who you know and who's willing who to share the information. You. Exactly. Wow. Who, rec- who recommended you? Wow. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I do believe in homeopathic and I do believe in holistic healthcare. However, I'm a penicillin girl. Give me some penicillin in a minute. I don't care. Give me some penicillin, ampicillin, amoxicillin, all the cillins. I will take them. I'm going to be honest with you. However, I do believe and know that homeopathic care is what is the word I'm looking for bar none can identify and treat and cure illnesses that a regular doctor cannot because during my departure I actually did not have medical insurance after I paid Cobra this whole 18 months. Mm -hmm. I went to St. Lucia and decided that I was going to swim in the rainforest. Came back with a parasite. Lost my eyesight in one eye. Spent $10,000 going around to all kinds of doctors. They had to actually contact the CDC to figure out all kinds of stuff. Now you have to wait for the CDC to get back to this doctor. And it was a mess. It was a mess. I was blind for maybe about a good three, four weeks. And your boy, Jackie, took me to, what's his name, Ryan? Roland. Roland. And Ambrosia. Yep, yep, and Ambrosia, exactly. Great guy. Yep. So he took me over to him and, you know, the guy looked at me. He says, oh, I know exactly what this is. It's a parasite. Here's some teas. Gave me like three different bags of things. Told me to mix it up. All the stuff only cost maybe like $26. Mm-hmm. Went home, mixed it up like he said, steeped that tea. I had a little bit of eyesight back within hours. Hours. I was running around for daggone near a month in a lot of pain. And spent $10,000. trying to get my eyesight back. And I would have never, like you said, word of mouth, you know, mm-hmm. I would not have known. So even though I'm a, you know, I'll give me all my ceilings and all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, I really do believe in, you know, homeopathic care. Not to mention, I do have a pantry full of herbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have a pantry full of herbs. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I am all for homeopathic and holistic health treatment. My mom is from the Caribbean. It is our go-to before reaching any emergency room, which 10 out of 10 times always work. In my experiences over the years, these remedies always came through for me. However, (laughs) not all home remedies should be followed without the consent of a specialist. Mm -hmm. I, with my curious self, read a blog about Yoni Pearls. Have you guys ever heard of yoni pearls? No. What is that? Well, yoni pearls are small womb detoxing balls by way of tiny bags of herbs. It is commonly called yoni pearls, vagina pearls, or herbal tampons, and is becoming more popular among women looking to cure fibroids, polycystic ovary syndrome, known as PCOS, yeast infections, and bacterial vaginosis. So let me just give you this breakdown. I have killer cramps. 
It lasts for five days, and I use two packs of overnight napkins containing 36 in each pack. That's two packs every month. Mm -hmm. This is caused by my fibroids. So hearing that Yoni Pearls remove fibroids and it is super easy to do, I went ahead and purchased four rounds. This was the recommendation to remove the fibroids. I received this information from a woman over the Internet. Okay. Now, each round consists of three pros each, which mm-hmm. you leave inside of you for 48 to 72 hours, give or take two to three days, after which you remove them and wait 24 hours before inserting the next round. Right. What a disaster. Yeah, it caused more bacterial vaginosis. I thought my entire womb was coming out. Long story short, it didn't work. It left my vagina with a foul odor, which led me straight to the GYN, who laughed at me. Okay? Yeah. I say that to say... I suggest always, always, always consulting with a specialist before using any homeopathic and holistic treatment, even for something as little as a cold. Homeopathic and holistic specialists will give you the same ingredients, give or take one or two things here or there, so you know that you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. This situation, though, has not deterred me from this practice. It is my go-to for every situation regarding health. With the right guidance, especially if you are not sure about what you are doing, homeopathic and holistic treatment works. But do your own research. Don't get your research from Facebook. (laughs) And don't take lessons from people that's drowning. (laughs) Yeah. The internet is a dicey place to get information, especially health information. And you have to cross-reference it by several different sources just to make sure that what you're saying is right. But treating yourself intervaginally is difficult because you have to be able to gauge how much you're putting in if you're leaving it in your vagina for too long right because the yoni pearls do work with the shrinking of the fibroids but then you have to think about what herbs that they put in the package you have to research the herbs to make sure that they are herbs that can actually shrink the growth so i would have went to ambrosia or somebody else to go and see about that as opposed to looking that up on the internet okay everybody's trying to say that they're a healer right now right and you got to be very careful. Very careful. Yeah. Girl, I'm sitting here in shock. You yeah, see my face? I don't even think the GYN should have been laughing because that's something that they wouldn't know about because they're one, they're not taught to do that and two, they're taught to sell you medication. Mm-hmm. But you were on the right track. It's probably just not the right dosage that you used. Well, maybe, yeah, well, it was probably too much. much. It, I, it probably was. Wow. Well, you should have just did one pack instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> I was all happy. <laughs> you was like, yeah, you was happy. You were mm. overzealous. You was yeah. like, I'm using all four of these all bad all. boys. And they said 24 to 72 hours. I'm going for the whole 72 hours. You going for the whole 72 <laughs> the hours? The whole 72. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's to hard to teach that. I do my teas and I may make a little slab or something like that to put on my skin if I have a little burn and I make my own little remedies to patch up my cat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> after he comes in from fighting. But I don't have anything too deep when it comes to homeopathic stuff. Like I said, I run straight to the doctor. I be like, shoot me up with whatever you got. Um, I do have this lady that I go see. And uh, Jackie, I've been meaning to get to your person for like two, three years now. You're, you're Chinese guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have this lady that I go see. She puts something on my wrist. I sit there for like 45 minutes with this thing on my wrist, and it gives her a reading of all the stuff that's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. It's what the Chinese doctor does. Oh, okay. But so he feels coming. it with his hand, and he can just tell by the pulse. Oh, wow. Wow. So next thing you know, I'm leaving with four or $500 worth of stuff that I have not 
utilized to this day because it's just too much. For me, for me, it's just too much. It's too much, too much time. I got to put some kelp in this. I got to put some flaxseed in that. I got to constantly do this, do that. Listen, kelp and flaxseed don't taste good in my damn Starbucks coffee. And neither <laughs> does. With a shot of espresso. Neither does that chemotherapy going through your blood. Uh. This is true. This is true. Because that's why she was like, you got too much radiation in you. And I was like, ah. So she was able to pick that up. She was able. She was definitely able to pick up um, that I had radiation before. Uh. In addition to that, she was like, listen, you, you got to find some way to get that out of you. I can stand in front of a damn radio and the radio starts staticking. Wow. Mm. Where does yeah. the radiation come from? I'll tell you another time. Mm. I'll tell you offline, <laughs> girl. I, that one I got to tell you offline. Okay. Okay. You know, I was up there on whatever whatever space station and, you know, wind up space station. radiation messing around with some folks. This was a great episode. I think we being able to live out loud and share our journey of departure with folks to be able to educate, empower, and enlighten them for those people who decide that they want to just go out there and say, you know what, I'm walking away. Mm -hmm. I am walking away. Well, this wraps up episode 10 on health and empowerment. We hope this was an empowering, enlightening, and educational episode for you as we continue to live out loud and share our journey of departure. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. We have an up-and-coming episode called Ask the Numerologist. That's Jazz Aphrodite. Please call in and or send your questions. You can follow us at Try Empress on IG and Twitter, or you can just Google us, Empress High Council. We are everywhere. Before we go, we're going to leave you with our one final thought. Don't, Don't take, take swimming, swimming lessons, lessons from, from drowning, drowning people. people.